you're listening to Flux Pod. My name is Matthew Perpetua. This episode is the Pop Fast Food Roundtable featuring Molly Mary O'Brien from and introducing, who's been on the show before, and new guest Rebecca Alter from Vulture, who is reported on the topic of pop musicians teaming up with fast food restaurants to have like special branded meals for a little while now. She's done a bunch of articles about the McDonald's and uh, Chipotle stuff. Uh, We'll get all into that. This is a thing that's really hit up really big in the past year, but it goes back further. And there's actually some things that we probably should have mentioned at some point uh, in this that we just didn't get to. Uh, For example, we actually talked about Denny's at one point. We didn't even mention that uh, back in the aughts, Denny's had teamed up with a bunch of artists for like their all-nighter menu. Uh, So, you know, like they have a Huba Stank burrito called a Hooburrito. Sum 41 had a Sumwitch. You know, you get the idea. Basically, we're going to talk about uh, Rebecca's first-hand experiences with this, and then the second half of this is mostly us figuring out what certain artists and fast food franchises should do like which collaborations should exist and what would be right for certain artists so uh, we just have fun with it this is mostly a goofy episode i think uh if you like this episode if you like any of these episodes i, I recommend that you uh subscribe to the flux blog patreon uh, patreon.com slash flux blog five dollars a month gets you uh, another extra episode every week Right now, I'm doing a special uh, audio essay series on the Sonic Youth discography. It's it's very audio-rich in a way that I don't think I can actually get away with putting those on the main feeds. I probably would get immediate takedown notices for those. And uh, yeah, let's do it. This is uh, Rebecca Alter and Molly Mary O'Brien. Rebecca Alter, can you tell the audience who you are and what you do? Yeah, uh, I am a staff writer at Vulture, and a big part of what I do is, um, I guess, pay attention to when celebrities are doing weird branded uh, <laughs> efforts. And and you've had you've had, yeah, and you've had like direct uh, experience with this. You you you. I mean, as like the this says on the site, Vulture, like Rebecca is a food critic now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the that's the working name, I guess, of the column uh, that operates on no real schedule. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think we, when the first one happened, it was Travis Scott last year, and it felt very one-offish. I mean, I think they warned us that it wasn't one-offish, but since then, in the pandemic, like brands, I guess, like food brands, have found this to be like a really good way to stay like relevant and keep people like ordering from them. And we also have a returning guest, uh, Molly O'Brien. Can you tell people who you are? Uh, yes, of course. Hello, um, I'm Molly O'Brien. I am a co-host of the podcast And Introducing, which is a podcast about words about music. I'm also the co-host of a podcast called Infinite Cast. On air, I read. I am reading uh, David Foster Wallace's large book, Infinite Jest, on air to my husband slash co-host. Um, and then I'm a videographer and uh, music video director and a fast food enthusiast and um, musician merch enthusiast as well. Yes. Okay, wow. We, we really covered those bases. Um, <laughs> real, um, so, right. 
this has become a thing in the past few years. I think that 2020 was the year it broke, you know, to put it in the, the old Sonic Youth video parlance. <laughs> but I was like, I was looking at this. I'm like, you know, this stuff's been going on for a long time. Like, you know, you can go back to the 80s, like where, where you, know, you start getting like uh, like uh, Cherry Garcia. So like all, all the Ben mm. and Jerry's flavors that are like musicians, you know, some of their biggest flavors are like, you know, collaborations with musicians and celebrities. Fish food, of course. They have yes. the jam band uh, ice cream flavors on lock. They and have they a Dave Dave Impala flavor. <laughs> what? They need they need one. It should they be like, need I thought you were saying they had one. Oh, I wish. And I, I wish. wanted to know what the pun was. You oh, know, gosh. We're, we're gonna get to this later, but I want to do this right now. What <laughs> is the Tame Impala Ben and Jerry's flavor? Oh man, it's got like uh oh fuck me. I'm like not on my game right now. I want to do like a the less I know the better pun or something, but um well, let's just go with what the flavor is. What, oh, wait, I, it's got to be something chill, like vanilla with white chocolate chunks. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, it, but it's colorful, maybe. Maybe it's like That's dyed fire. to look kind of like tie-dye. little swirl in there. The less I know, the butter rum. <gasps> Ooh. I love it. I love it. The less oh. I know, the butter, I think is probably. Yeah, I like it. That works. That's wonderful. Future Matthew popping in right here to say that it probably should have been the less I know, the batter a cake batter flavored thing probably have like psychedelic colors in it anyway back to the show that's great uh, yeah oh man or maybe but my other suggestion would be there have a song called one more year correct yes maybe like one more ear and it's a corn flavored ice cream <laughs> it could be you know they're not really a beer kind of band they couldn't be one more beer actually yeah. there is Corn flavor at Ample Hills that was promoting Bruce Springsteen's uh, Broadway residency, and it was yes. called Corn to Run, and it was delicious. It's, it's great. That's one of their best flavors. Yeah, it's oh, my wow. favorite flavor. But yeah, that this rocks. goes back a long ways, and, and you know, 2014. There's a there's a Stephen Malcolmus uh, collab with Momofuku Milk Bar, uh, uh, Cinnamon and Lesbians after the song. Not Stephen Milkmus. Not Stephen Milkmus. <laughs> okay, Stephen Milk Bar. Yeah, you know, there's there's Kendrick Lamar. He had a sweet green salad called uh, "Beats Don't Kale My Vibe." Classic, classic. <laughs> right? Yeah, of course. But in in the in the last year, you know, aside from the the big uh, McDonald's ones, McDonald's is really like the, the the big time. But we also have Chipotle stuff. We have uh, Lady Gaga's Oreos. Selena Gomez had an ice cream with serendipity. You know. Doritos did a thing with Post Malone. It's this is this is like if you're a big star, this is like one of the things you can do now. I mean, I think there's people who are like they're, they're like you know like more minor or you know more niche, but I think right now what we're seeing is like this is a way to kind of solidify your fame. I think like, mm -hmm. particular to the M uh, I'm sorry, particular to the McDonald's ones, they're all artists who are really big. But I think in doing this, it really goes towards making them like more of a household name, like in a broader sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're kind of building a canon of yes. these McDonald's artists. But it also speaks to, like, Kendrick, Travis Scott, any of these people in a different era, I think this would have really been seen as selling out because these aren't, like, luxury collabs. I mean, that's selling out in a sense, too, but it's not fashion world. You know, it's not um, it's, yeah, it's aspirational. Not aspirational. It's, not, 
it's it's not liquor brands like these aren't the things that traditionally musicians do that can still like where they could still be cool and maybe not have seen as being like totally sellouts and something has shifted where suddenly it 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 has no bearing anymore if you're going to try to do like Hulk Hogan used to have like he had pasta mania in like <laughs> the 90s and it was failed and it was corny and like that's what this sort of thing used to Kenny be. Rogers like, roasters Kenny Rogers roasters Jimmy Buffett's margaritaville like it's wild that actually culturally relevant young cool musicians are doing this now it's really baffling and I'm still not sure if I understand I think particularly McDonald's because McDonald's is like the biggest fast food brand. It is like, and they don't do this sort of thing often. So it's such a, it's, I don't know, it, it speaks to a certain level of achievement that like you're working with like the biggest gun. It's mm-hmm. not like they're all like doing random stuff with Burger King. You know, they're not working <laughs> for, you know, I mean, there's, I mean, God, there's like, this is an infinite number of fast food places, but to do it with the big guns, you know, or like Chipotle kind of has, I don't know if I don't think it's really holding up lately, but like, you know, there's still a patina of like, this is a classy fast food brand. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I know that it. you have the Sean Mendez Chipotle. Yeah. Well, I also want to get back to this all being norm core, but yeah, the Sean Mendez Chipotle, that was the first of the Chipotle collabs. There have been a few <laughs> since, uh, but that's the only one I reviewed because after that, it was very clear that each Chipotle collab tastes the same because it tastes <laughs> like Chipotle. Like they're all just different bowls. Like it's it, it ultimately like comes out in the wash tasting identical, whether it's the Trixie Mattel one or the 21 Pilots one or the Shawn Mendes one. But that one got me a lot of flack from his fans online. They were like sending me close to death threats they were being pretty violent we had to get like our security like the vox security people in on it to like see to make sure that no one in the sean mendez deep web was like trying to dox me it was oh my so god bizarre. was this because were they saying he has diabetes does Is he? that well yes wait no oh. oh no i'm thinking of a jonas brother i'm thinking of a jonas brother <laughs> i thought it was because sean mendez's thing had the the uh cauliflower rice right yeah, which tasted terrible. It was so bad. And I'm sure I thought it's I was awful. doing service journalism of like letting people know. In not- my, in, a, in my head I thought he was the Jonas brother who has been a diabetes advocate and I thought you were getting death threats because people were like it's low glycemic like he's doing something <laughs> for his You know health. What? something about the like skinny brown hair white boy fans like is really they they get set off like no one else because over the Mm. weekend uh, on the weekends I do social media in addition to blogging for Vulture and I said something about Joshua Bassett on Twitter and the fans (laughs) were losing their minds we were ratio like I had to delete the tweet which has never happened before oh my god and it was really innocuous so they they lose it so i wouldn't be surprised if it was also a jonas brother situation wow <laughs> question about the ch- the the uh, cauliflower rice are you like generally like not into cauliflower rice or is it really bad cauliflower rice it was bad because I love like boring bland food. Like literally my favorite food is cottage cheese. Like I love a cauliflower <laughs> rice. Like I love a thing that just kind of tastes like the color white. I like interesting <laughs> stuff too, but I need to like reset my palate and just eat like very plain foods a lot of the time. Um, so a, I'm a fan of a cauliflower rice and they advertised it as being like chili lime spiced. And I was mm. like, excellent. And it was just 
a, a, a disconcertingly brown, salty, salty, salty mush. It was no good. Yeah, I know the 21 Pilots one is just basically like the most standard chicken burrito, but with like, I guess, like the queso sauce. Right. Okay. So like the barest of modifications, which is, yeah, that's the other thing is it's not sustainable for these collabs for a for these brands to come out with like an exciting new product every time they can't like the business model. You can't roll out like BTS. They have new dipping sauces today, but you can't roll out a new item for every celebrity who does a collab. That's just like the way chain restaurants work. Like that's unfeasible. So you get all these ones that are just remixes of existing ingredients or existing like new items. I love that aspect of it that it's, I mean, well, I mean, reading Molly actually sent me an article earlier today that was in, that just came out in Rolling Stone by Rebecca Hissock, uh, his song. And it, it, it was an interview with uh, two like execs at McDonald's and like, they were like, Oh, this is called like, we call it like the famous order. So it really isn't meant to be like, you know, like completely shattering the mold or here's a whole new item that we've never had before. It's supposed to just be like some like eccentric version of a normal order. So like uh, just to, just to, for the, the listener, the Travis Scott one was just a quarter pounder of cheese, but he had bacon and lettuce on it and he had uh, barbecue sauce for the fries. And the Jay Balvin one was a standard uh, uh, Big Mac meal, but instead of a soda, it was uh, a McFlurry. Yeah, it's it's what they're getting at. They also mention in that Rolling Stone article, they say, yeah, this is bringing fans closer to the celebrities. There's a there's a there's authenticity to it. They use the word authenticity because the idea is like, wow, I'm really eating what that person eats, which is (laughs) a like bullshit. What I said at the time when I reviewed the J Balvin one is like, if you've seen his like beautiful wellness focused home, like in the mountains <laughs> and like he has, you know, there, there, and his fridge just has vegetables and water in it. Like there is no way he's ordering a Big Mac and a McFlurry. Like it's just anyone who's base level familiar with any of these celebrities who supposedly these things are marketing to um, would not, would see through it. And yet that's, I guess, the premise because authenticity is like a very popular. Yeah, that's part. that's the one that just feels weird because I, I, I mean, I'm willing to buy that Travis Scott will, you know, get high and order like that particular McDonald's meal. Oh, it that, that does not seem weird to me at all. Yeah. yeah. Well, the Rebecca, you pointed out in your review of that, uh, that particular meal is that uh, Jay Balvin says no pickles on his Big Mac, which is interesting because it's an omission. It's not just an addition. It's saying, no, you know, I, I don't want this. I'm having it my way. But everything flavored like everything on a Big Mac is sort of pickle flavored as you pointed out, like the sauce is kind of pickly. The onions are kind of pickly. So why does he say no pickles? It doesn't ring. It doesn't say. It must be a textural issue for Jay Balvin. Do you think he has a problem with the texture of a, of a specifically there? I mean, there is something about the hot McDonald's pickle that I can see maybe being off putting in the Mm. way that the sauce or the onion wouldn't be, but he's probably not going to go on the record going into super detail uh, about that. Yeah, hold the pickles just sounds like such a, a little familiar. Oh, he's a regular. That's his regular order. But there's just, right. there's, that one was an absolute logical uh, impossibility. Yes. Rebecca, did you, did you have the BTS meal? I think you said that you were hoping to have it today. 
I had it today. I had it this afternoon. Um, and it was it was McNuggets. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so this is really a sauce review. How are the sauces? The sauces are excellent. So there are two. The packaging is like super cute. It's it's very like millennial pastel minimalist uh like the font looks nice there's korean lettering on it and so like already the packaging out of the gate and then the two sauces are like sweet chili which had like a nice kind of like it was like a good chili like you could taste a note of i don't know if it's like sriracha or something vegetal or like something that tasted Mm. like sophisticated for a mcdonald's and then the cajun one was basically like the hot mustard that they used to have maybe still have i don't know but in a cuter package i like the idea that they might have revived their like old cases of hot mustard and just (laughs) re-wrapped it that's shelf stable yeah uh yeah but also the the versus when i went to get the cactus jack which was the travis scott meal on the first day of that and the mcdonald's i went to seemed to have like no idea what was going on uh didn't have that order ready like couldn't do it uh McDonald's is clearly like really prepared for the BTS rollout. It's the first one that's global instead of just the American market. And like I got there and there were the advertisements for it and it all was really like easy in the phone. But I will say this about the order, which is that I did it in the app and the order comes out to like, it's a $10 meal. It's like $9.88, at least in New York. But in the app, there was an offer for, because I guess the Brooklyn Nets had won a basketball, um, there was a deal where you could get 10, P- 10 McNuggets for $2, right? So I was doing the math and I'm like, if I had applied the Nets <laughs> deal and done the dollar drink menu and just added fries, it would have come out to $5 for the exact same thing. But because I was ordering BTS meal, truly functionally zero difference. It was twice the price. But oh my God. if you're devoted army, you have to do it. Well, you want the packaging. Oh, there's no, besides the sauce things, there's no packaging. I think in um, South Korea and some other markets, they like did like cute cups and cute boxes. Zero of that in America. It's just the little sauces. Everything else is standard. And is there imagery of BTS on it at all? No. That is so interesting. In the store, they nod to BTS with like a lot of purple, which is apparently the BTS color. I did not know this. Hmm. so there was a lot of like purple posters and things in the store, but no, like not even images of them, which was, which was kind of weird, huh. but on the app, they were everywhere. So my understanding is that it really is app driven. And the whole point is overall is really just to get young people using the McDonald's app. Yeah, I am. Um, there was a summer in like 2019, I think, or maybe 18, where I had to delete the McDonald's app from my phone because the deals were too good. And it was luring <laughs> me into going to McDonald's like more than I otherwise would. Like instead of once every two months, I was going twice a week because it would be like, oh, I could throw in a free ice cream with anything. Or, oh, they're like upgrading. <laughs> wow. If I buy like a drink, they'll give me a Big Mac. So. The, the brand that currently has me under that spell is Dunkin' Donuts because, like, they're it's really kind of absurd how well they treat an app user. Yeah, those perks are crazy. My in my apartment, there's four of us, and about half the days of the week when we're all home and we're all working, someone will send a text in the morning saying, "Dunkin' Run, text your 
orders to me. I'll put it through in the app. Like, and we've racked up so many points and it's, that one's crazy. And they haven't collabed yet with anyone. Well, well, they have because it's like the the Charlie D'Amelio girl, right? <gasps> the Charlie! I forgot yeah. about the Charlie. So they're really like one of the more high profile versions of this, albeit like not a music celebrity. But that was so major that it really like just became a very native part of the menu. Like yeah, the it's, Charlie... just, it's just straight up on the menu now because it's that popular. That's kind of crazy. Like it had fully had been wiped from my brain that that was like a special Charlie D'Amelio event. Now it's just yeah. a Charlie. It also completely changed the makeup of uh, just who who is at uh, Dunkin' Donuts and when. Like, because I'm a, I'm a Dunkin' lifer. I'm from New England, so yeah, bo- born and raised, living living that Dunkin' life. But uh, my God, the lines at like 3 p.m. Uh, in Carroll Gardens right now is just like twelve year old girls like Oof. freaking out. And I feel like those used to be Starbucks girls because yes. a few years ago I would maybe be like taking a break from work or like, you know, grab a coffee to avoid dying. And like that it was a Starbucks mood was like the, the middle school girl, like post school thing. And Charlie has steered them all toward Duncan, which to say, I say to that uh, good job, Charlie. Also in a different era, like Starbucks was so out of, any chain Starbucks was the most tied to music because it was like CDs at the checkout and you would get your free iTunes song of the week. Like there'd be little cards where you could (gasps) pick the Starbucks song of the week, like more than anything, like they were hugely tied to music in a way that other chains, I guess maybe learned from. And now like, I don't know. It's funny because like Starbucks attachment to music was really about actually selling music. It yeah, really it was, was like a CD store. Yeah, whereas, I mean, God, I was actually just looking at the other day because I, I made like the Sonic Youth playlist. And I was like, what was actually on like the Sonic Youth Greatest Hits thing that was made for uh, Starbucks? I was just checking against that. Um, But, you know, I, I think like, it, I mean, that's actually kind of speaking to like the huge difference now. It's like, well, why do all of these, you know, food brands, like whatever, all these things, all these, this whole sector, why do they want to work with, you know, if it's not pop musicians, it's like a, a celebrity influencer like Charlie D'Amelio, like, you know, whatever. It's because like they these are people who have like massive devoted audiences that follow them on various social medias. And like, that's what they want. They just want to get like those people. It has nothing to do with like whatever art they make. Yeah, like, um. I don't know. I'm a Canadian and I think there's probably more BTS army in the world than there are literally Canadians. Like that's the <laughs> biggest market you can have. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I think another thing that's notable about the the first three major McDonald's collaborations is that they're all like different ethnic groups as well. So you have, you know, the, the Asian group, you have the Korean group, the P- BTS, you have J Balvin, which is this like Latino, and you have Travis Scott, who's black. And it's like, they're, I think they're reaching out to the, these particular audiences. Um, it does seem notable that they haven't had like a white artist do this. Yeah, my cynical take on that is it's very like McDonald's, like a Nike or like a Coca-Cola um, loves diversity for the purpose of like advertising without like then putting in the work of like 
you know, like paying all their employees like $15 minimum wage. And it's, you know, if Mm -hmm. it's a largely like workforce of people of underrepresented communities, you know what I mean? Like that is so I want to buy the world a Coke. Like it's so Super Bowl ad or like Olympics ad that we're like, I don't know. It just doesn't surprise me because like that's where they're willing to put in the work and then not like. But yeah, I I noticed in the Samantha Hissong article from Rolling Stone that she was talking about uh, one of the so one of the McDonald's people that she was talking to was like, you know, our own employees were really excited about Travis Scott. They were just like bumping music in the drive in. <laughs> so I, I, I found it interesting that like they were thinking of their employees as being part of the audience for this promotion for these promotions. Yeah, hmm. but it's like getting like a like a little like a like a free mug at work. It's like I'd rather get a, a raise more money. You know? But yeah, no, it's very um, like especially again the Travis Scott one would just be like the whole like Astro World, the whole like Houston thing. Like it just like like a, like a kid from Houston would be dipping his fries in barbecue sauce and like thinking he invented something. Like I think that that one was super organic. Um, and BTS, like, on a level of, like, they are, like, the massive global corporation of bands. So that is really a perfect fit, too. Like, they are so, they're kings of, like, branding. They are kings of, like, image. Like, these are all things that just, like, gel really cleanly. Molly, but, what was that bit that from that article that, that got with the BTS? Like, you know, we've been eating, like, they've been eating this forever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let me see if I can. Uh, yeah, one of the McDonald's representatives says, BTS are true fans of McDonald's. Each band member has their own memories with our brand going back years. <laughs> as like, does every human being on Earth. <laughs> as does literally pretty much everyone. Like, I, I do as well. I just want to know, like, I, to be a fly on the wall of, like, seeing maybe their initial interviews of being like okay um rm when did you first eat mcdonald's please tell me uh how you feel about it and just probably getting you know similar stories from from each dude i don't know (laughs) i mean another thing that came up in samantha's article uh not realizing i probably should have tried to get samantha for this but, um, <laughs> but but she asked them pretty pointedly, like, will there be any like female stars doing this? Oh, wow. And yeah, it's rather it does feel like there's a, like, I feel like that seems like a bigger thing because I feel like there's a <laughs> the female pop stars of various kinds. Like, I feel like they wouldn't necessarily want to be associated with fast food necessarily. Yeah, yeah. So like a that's a whole thing. can of worms yes. for a lot of reasons, I think. Yeah, I think a lot of women and like specifically women in music are, you know, maybe distancing themselves from the image of like eating fast food, both in terms of like, I don't know, there's like the the gone girl, cool girl thing of like everyone wants to be the girl deep throating hot dogs and like watching basketball with the boys. So like, I guess that could be an image of, of a, a female pop star, uh, you know, endorsing McDonald's. But then there is this like weird wellness thing that's happening at the same time where it's it's hard to picture anyone in particular being down for that i mean but there are like chains that are more wellness oriented obviously there's like all these like salad and juice brands i mean maybe it's worth bringing up just because it's related to uh to diet culture in general is like demi lovato and the froyo um <laughs> fiasco wait wait so like, i don't know this like you don't oh, know man. this oh, okay Molly, so please recap yeah so so demi if i'm getting this right they went to like get 
they were in a frozen yogurt shop that was like in the valley in LA and saw some products that were sugar free. And the way that the products were being marketed was kind of like, this is like guilt free or like sugar free or whatever. And they like went on social media and put this, this freaking frozen yogurt shop on blast to like however many million followers being like, this is damaging to, you know, this is triggering for people with eating disorders. This is uh, everything that diet culture represents. Like you should be ashamed of yourselves. And it kind of, there was a little, a bit of a backlash because uh obviously like Demi Lovato is is who they are and uh, uh this, this frozen yogurt shop had like 2000 followers and so people started going on the side of the frozen yogurt shop being like hey you know it's probably for people with dietary restrictions whatever uh the point being like there is i don't know there, there's a certain i think mood right now kind of maybe uh you know with the the whole body positivity thing and, and wellness culture kind of dovetailing into this attitude of like not wanting to be basically be aware of the fact of like eating as anything other than like uh, eating for nutrients. Does that make sense? So yeah, like the also, idea, yeah. Frozen yogurt as a concept is diet culture. <laughs> Walking yes. into a frozen yogurt shop is diet culture. Yes. Right. That, that's it is, why it exists. Otherwise, it's already a substitution. Cream. Yeah, you're you are so right. So yeah, the I think that it's food, food, fast food, like indulgence food is like politicized in a, in a different way for uh for non male uh celebrities in a way but, that like you've been <laughs> I think people have been walking the tightrope a little bit, and I don't know who would is willing to like kind of stick their neck out and be like I eat a Big Mac and uh, have a diet coke and a side of whatever. Right. Because you could really put together a very depressing meal at McDonald's. (laughs) Well, like a sad diet McDonald's meal? Yeah, like I will have like the like one hamburger uh, with only it's only pickles on top of it. No Mm -hmm. ketchup or anything. Apple slice, the children's apple slices slices and a Dasani. (laughs) That is sad. (laughs) I love that. Or honestly, who who will dare to be like, yeah, I get a Big Mac, no bun, (laughs) (laughs) keto style, (laughs) right? Um, But you know, you do have Lady Gaga doing the Oreos, yes, which I feel fits because like Oreos feel like Lady Gaga's whole thing is like pop culture, like be like fame for the sake of fame. And like Oreos are like a treat, like a total treat. It's not a meal. Oreos also like the alpha cookie. If you're going to do a cookie, you do, you do Oreo. Yeah. Do you stand by that? Oreo is the McDonald's of cookies. And yeah, no, the, the Chromatica Oreos are like, that's pop art. Like that, that made total sense. And they were disgusting. They were horrible. And it, weren't they basically just the golden Oreos? Yeah, but it tasted worse than I remember <laughs> golden Oreos being somehow. Like, the colors really did something. That's amazing. Yeah, because it was, you know, despite the the fact that the flavor wasn't, like, good, it was a coveted collector item because it was uh, Gaga, and especially it was, like, it was Chromatica, which is, you know... The cookies like, themselves are a beautiful art object. Yes, yes. And I'm sure they'll like a Twinkie or like a piece of art. They'll like last for 40 years if you just put them on a shelf. Totally. Did you see that there there was someone who was um, encasing the Lady Gaga Oreos in like 
uh, resin, basically, so that oh. you really could preserve them forever and put them on like a mantle or something. That would be like cute earrings. <laughs> <laughs> that would oh, that would be amazing, actually, or like a pendant. Um, yeah, wearing like a, a chromatic with a or chromatic like a chain. <laughs> yes. Yeah, uh, it's also like I think there's something very like. Um, it's very fun to have two sensory experiences at once. It's like the Alamo Draft House thing of like mm. listening to someone's music while you're rolling up to the drive-thru and like eating their celebrity order. That is just a fun multi-sensory experience. It's like parasocial, right? Like I feel like especially the idea that eat. it's like authentic, yeah. I'm you know, the authenticity thing, right? Of being like it, you're not getting any merch with their image on it. I mean, there there is merch. That is the other thing that right. Maybe we we should, we should do about. a sidebar on the merch. Yeah, oh, yeah, but like just buying the meal itself is not. There's no toy. There's no like happy meal toy. But uh you you are feeling closer to your perhaps favorite artist than you ever have because the same uh glorp is is in your tummy <laughs> so yeah I mean, this is also a opportunity to do co-branded merch bts has a whole line travis scott had a truly garish line of items <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like amazing like the the image of the the shorts with the mcribs on them is, is burned to my mind <laughs> It had a haunted, all of his stuff had sort of a haunted quality, I guess maybe going with the, the Astro World kind of like a uh, weird carnival vibe. Uh, it just, it all looked like it was uh, possessed by some, oh, like a weird spirit. But like BTS <laughs> has like hoodies, bathrobes, socks and sandals. Very chill. Very, re- very ready for the chill summer. Wave merch. Yeah. yeah, it's really like an opposite. Like it's where the other was like very maximalist. These are very just like a cute purple plush robe with a tiny little patch of a picture of fries on it. Like, <laughs> Man, those guys know their audience. They do. I, I hadn't realized about the, the purple either because I, of course, knew about, you know, Justin Bieber and his original rise was he, he was a purple guy. And, and purple does seem... I guess is a a comfortable color for it's for pretty men fucking to, bold. You're yeah. taking Prince's color. Yeah, I was <laughs> like that say, was a big part of Prince. <laughs> yeah, like with the exception of Prince, purple is good for these like non-threatening, like teen dream, like cute swoopy haircut boys. But Prince really yeah, is the exception because I mean, purple is like bisexual lighting. Yeah, it is. It is. It's where the yeah, the red and blue lighting meet. It's also this this the BTS purple looks more like a a lovely lilac or or lavender rather than like a deep rich royal purple. Yeah, yeah Justin Bieber's was like the American Apparel hoodie purple. It was like uh, <laughs> gold purple. Classic. So who do you guys think might be the first woman to break the McDonald's barrier to be the first one to have like a McDonald's meal? Hmm. Mm. I want to say Ariana Grande. I think oh, I think would she would dare, be. and it would be like adorable. She would do like I can see her doing breakfast. Ooh. of being like, oh, like you know, uh, when I'm get up, I'm when I'm hungry, when I've finished my tour, I get hotcakes, like something like Wait, that. She like one of her recent singles is like she's just singing about drinking coffee to stay yes. up, so, so she can fuck all night. Yes. Her food her food is very performance based in that way. This actually makes a lot of sense. Uh, a female performer would be the first to do the Mick Cafe collab. <gasps> yeah. That's going to be Ari. Yeah. 
like a little ice a little ice latte moment and some like hot cakes I like it. I, I like it. Also, because see that... like oh, sorry, a go McMegan the Stallion meal. Ooh, she's definitely prime time. She's doing a like call. a meal, like a full I meal. I think the McMegan would be like really popular. McStallion. <laughs> McStallion. It's actually horse meat. <laughs> I was going to say you run, you run into horse associations, which might not be great right. for for fast food. They'd have to focus group that a bunch. But it's really hmm. more of a spirit and a feeling rather than a than a, a meat. So I think we can move into the game I had to, I had basically set up for this. Um, I'm going to throw out some names of pop stars, and we don't have to r- limit ourselves McDonald's here. Okay. Just any fast food that exists, any like treats, like you know, like Oreos, like ice cream, all these things are in the mix. But what should this artist do? What would be the perfect thing for them? So let's start with a a big star right now, Dua Lipa. I mean, she actually just did a thing with the Truly. I've got another for her. Another one for her. Dula Peeps. (laughs) (laughs) Some future nostalgia peeps. Yeah. Disco, disco peeps. Oh my god! Sparkly, sparkly glitter peeps. Dula peep. That's incredible. I love we that. Can, yeah. I feel <laughs> like is she? Oh, sorry. No, 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 go gonna, ahead. Is she, is she, I feel like she's like. I want to say she's on the healthier side in terms of like regular eating. So I could see like a salad moment, like a chopped or something. But that that's also. Oh, how about this? She's British. And I feel like Pret-a-Manger is, didn't that start in England? Yes. Or at least- yeah, it's huge in England. What about like a Dua Lipa, like Pret, like salad, like to-go salad with like a, like a chic filet of salmon? Mm. <laughs> That's like, very, you know, on the go, like lean protein, um, like let's get physical. That would be my suggestion. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Rebecca's instinct was correct because I think she would want to be like, I, I'm, I'm in on the joke. Mm-hmm. Yes. I also just don't think Pret um, is like there yet in terms of like doing kind of these very like knowingly hacky collabs. I can't wait. Someone's got to break break the barrier. Pret can't rest on their laurels for much longer. I think there's artists co- that I have on the list that might be better. Uh, they might be better fit for Pret. Okay. So let's do Harry Styles. That's very easy. That's going to be a watermelon sugar dessert. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, the question is just, is it going to be a beverage that's served at like, um, what, pl- like, where would they do a watermelon sugar beverage? Honestly, a sweet green wood. They have like mm-hmm. light juices. Or like a Jamba juice? Yeah. Or I what about like Harry's too cool for Jamba juice. 
What about as an adult beverage, like a watermelon Narita sugar situation, like the Bud Light Limerita, but watermelon flavored? Mm. I don't know if that's right for Harry Styles because I feel like he's very conscious of his brand being like younger women. For the baby, I don't think he wants to encourage drinking. Maybe it's a maybe. Ooh, what about like a fizzy water? Oh yeah, just like a just a like a a a classic seltzer. Maybe even like a um, a Lacroix flavor. Ooh, no one's on Lacroix. That'd be that'd be fantastic. Whoever that'd can get the first celeb Lacroix uh, cosign would be. A Wait, champ. that doesn't make sense though, because like Lacroix's whole thing is they have no sugar. Fuck, <laughs> watermelon, no sugar. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, take it back. It's like a Baskin Robbins sorbet. Ooh, <laughs> ooh, tasty, and, yeah. ki- and the kids will love it. I feel like he'd want it to be vegan. I don't Inclusive. know if Harry Styles is vegan, but I feel like he would feel good about that. Mm-hmm. For sure. Good for the environment, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, let's do a Canadian uh, a Canadian superstar because Rebecca is Canadian. Drake. What should Drake do? Drake has already done, my friend. Drake is like a restaurateur in Toronto. Oh, my God. Wait, is, he, is he working with Tim Hortons? What's going on? No, Drake had, um, though I do think they put out like a Drake cup one time, but no, he had his own restaurant in Toronto. I don't know if he still does. And it was very sceny and vibey. And I had a friend who actually worked there and I went to like see her one time at the restaurant and these Drake brand mango scented candles were all lit throughout the restaurant to the point that you could not taste what you're eating because oh the scent <laughs> of these Drake, mango, passion fruit, whatever they were, candles were like so overpowering. I feel like that's the first rule of of restaurant is like don't don't burn scented candles. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was it like really simple. Now I need to remind myself what his restaurant in Toronto was called, or if it's still around. Um, Here, here's my thought for Drake: is that I feel like his thing is always. He's like, he's a social guy, but he's very paranoid. Like he's always wondering if people are going to try to like undercut him, betray him, et cetera. And so in the same way that like White Castle has a Crave case, which is like a huge bunch of White Castle burgers, something similar for Drake that you have a party, but you're always kind of watching your back uh, to see who your real friends are. So some kind of (laughs) large format um, fast food meal. (laughs) <laughs> like I when, like it would have to be Wendy's somewhat upscale because yeah. I, I think we're, we're gleaning from this so it wouldn't be a McDonald's maybe I could see maybe like a like a Shake Shack maybe Shake Shack I, yeah like a, a Shake Shack large format um, party for your closest frenemies oh yeah. yeah no new friends no new friends yeah yes and then you can use it to host your own parties and, and see who's loyal and who is uh, who's going behind your back it was called Frings. I found it. Frings. It was a collaboration with celebrity chef Suser Lee, and it was called Frings. Like, I don't know if that was a reference to, like, Gus Fring. Yeah, that's all that I can um, think of. <laughs> but that was Drake's restaurant. And then he opened up a sports bar in Toronto called Pick Six, and it closed uh, in debt from unpaid rent. So, Oof. Like, Drake Tough. couldn't help on that? That's what I want to know. Like he was really sticking his like investors with that bill. 
He's got to take some advice from uh, Jay-Z, who I think has kept the 4040 Club going strong for years and years now. He probably sold it. <laughs> I, I've been to the 4040 Club when Jay-Z still owned it. How, how it was like it was right by club? like a BuzzFeed office. And like we went as a as a group. It was just like, you know, the open bar. What, what was the vibe? It's like a sports bar. Just regular degular. Was it elite at, in any way or? I mean, there were definitely zones where you, you where it looked like people would have like bottle service. But we were just like in a, a standard bar zone. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe that's what maybe you can't go too bold for something for a venture like that. Well, you want people to come in, right? You want you want customers. <laughs> yeah, it's not like a, a like an elite party can be like <laughs> ongoing. Yeah, it's not Mr. Chow. Let's do. How about the Foo Fighters? <laughs> I feel like to me they give me like a KFC, like a chicken, a fried chicken dinner for the whole band and crew. <laughs> yeah, family meal. Family My meal. My mind went to Skyline Chili. <laughs> <laughs> My own gut instinct was like they are Burger King. They're not McDonald's. They're Burger King. Yeah, and I see like, that. but, but it, I think you're right that it's a group meal. <laughs> it's just kind of like four whoppers and like two chicken sandwiches. Mm-hmm. A whole yeah, bunch of French like a fries. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that a lot. I think that's good. Their their uh their guest spot on a, an early season of Top Chef was pretty iconic. They were they they hosted a challenge basically where the chefs had to cook um backstage meals for for them and the and like the whole team and uh, they were like just amazing affable but but uh, judgmental judges like they they served uh, just perfectly in that role. Yeah, but they're they're the Foo Fighters is down to earth. They're for the people, you know. Mm-hmm. The, yeah. the, the Foo Fighters don't put on airs. Dave yeah. Grohl knows he's like, you know, working on being a Nirvana, but he's, he's not a, he's not going to tell you that all the time. You know? Yes. Yes. He's not going to hold it over your head. Yeah. It's just kind of a thing where he knows that, you know, and <laughs> <laughs> how about let's, let's, let's just go a completely different direction. Uh, Maggie Rogers. Ooh. Oh, Oh, <sighs> that feels very salad to me. That feels salad. That feels tea. Yeah, like I was going to say cha cha matcha. Ooh, ooh, kind yeah. of a micro chain. Yep. So some kind of herbal brew that, like, maybe or what? Like, <laughs> what if Maggie Rogers like gets everyone on the kava train? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'll be the one. She'll be the one to Opens make kava, kava finally happen. She's like, y'all, it's it's crazy. There, there's a there's this there's a an herb. It it loosens you up. It gets you social, but it's not alcohol. Tastes like dirt. Get it? Have into either it. of you like? I've still never tried kava. Is that is it legit? Is it all it's purported to be by its fans? I know I've had it once, but I have I don't really remember it really doing much for me. Yeah, I, I sampled a, a drink. I was filming um, some videos with an herbalist who made like a kava sort of infusion. And uh, I think I was too like stressed and enervated to to really register any benefits. Mm. Um, but I'm I'm intrigued and open minded. Maggie could sell some to me for sure. Yeah. I mean, she's definitely in the wellness space. And I guess we probably should mention like Molly has done like a fair amount of work in the wellness space. I have. I have. 
not in the the fast food. Well, uh, I also I also worked at Thrillist for a little bit, which would be much more of the fast food demo. I've been, I've been in both sides of the the food chain. You contain multitudes. I do. <laughs> oh, that just reminded me of that Bob Dylan song that came out last year, where he's like, "I drive fast cars, I eat fast foods, <laughs> I contain multitudes." Wait, what? And what, the what idea Bob of Bob Dylan eating fast food is so funny to me. Yeah. <laughs> I drive fast cars, but I eat fast foods. I contain multitudes. Well, what what do you think is what do you think his order is on the road? Like where where is he? Where's Bob Dylan saying, "Pull over here"? I don't know why he's speaking. Like this. Well, you know that he's had a lot of McDonald's in life simply by having the volume of touring he's done. Sure, um, but I feel like God, I feel like he's been to them all. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think I, I he feel- like he likes like a Waffle House moment or like a? Oh, uh, I think like yeah, I think he's like definitely ch- been to a Waffle House. Barrel, yeah, like I'm sure that's barrel? how he writes his best songs. <laughs> Watching what goes down at a Waffle House. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the essential mystery of Bob Dylan makes it hard to answer that question. I want a Grub Street diet from Bob Dylan. Oh my god, that would be my ultimate. He eats fast foods. <laughs> he finally told us. Also, does he drive? He does he drive? I, like I, oh, yeah. this is raising more questions that I just you know he it's the man, the myth, the legend. It's just like hard to. I mean, it's hard to imagine just him being like, I'm going to go to the store. <laughs> I mean, he's lived in Malibu for a really long time, which in and of itself feels weird to me. Yeah, and that's a driving town. You know, that's like highways and cliffs and stuff. So I suppose that's right. Bam. Uh, you know, if we start talking about Bob Dylan, we just talk about it all day. So let's just move on from Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So Maggie Rogers, definitely some version of wellness stuff. I, I like the tea idea. Mm-hmm. Billy Corgan, also a tea. He owns a tea house. Oh, I don't yeah. think I knew that. That's cute. Let's do Lana Del Rey. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she might actually be the first McDonald's club. Like, th- now that you said it, <laughs> people would freak out if that she did a McDonald's collab. Like post dating the cop, like that is current Lana Del Rey for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What would the meal be? <laughs> Just fries. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Two large fries yes, and a high C <laughs> orange drink that she'll yes. pour a little vodka in. It would just be the apple pies. Yeah, four yeah. apple pies. Oh, no, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, I think it's fr- I think it's fries. The or the high C that she pours the vodka in, and uh, and an apple pie because it's yeah. America. It's American, and and she's oh, all. Oh no, she's all she American. could only be at a at a chain that that does Pepsi. My pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So who serves Pepsi? Taco Bell serves Taco Pepsi. Bell. Yeah, the Yum brands, which are famously Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza Hut. Of those three, I feel like she'd maybe mostly... I can see her doing like a stoned Taco Bell run for sure. Yeah, and there would be like a very aesthetic, like a Southwest photo shoot. <laughs> Just a pile of those like cinnamon sticks. And the that of that gorgeous uh, uh blue drink that they serve there, the Baja Blast. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, with with also, vodka. Now with that vodka. there's so many talk about cantinas, like. Oh yeah, she could also just a have lot a margarita. Licensed. Yeah, that's true. She could really boost. She could boost the Taco Bell cantina brand. She's a real Avion bottle full of vodka girl, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. That's part of the. That's part of the experience. That's part of the the whole mystique. She's okay, just like yeah. you or me. She's sneaking alcohol into the movie theater. She's sneaking alcohol into the you know uh, mall. <laughs> And that all makes sense because I don't think that she's like rich, rich. I think she has money, but I don't think she's rich. Hmm. I have so little concept of what celebrities make and what the difference is between like <coughs> people who have people who are worth $30 million versus a hundred versus 300. Like I have no concept of the business of any of this versus under a million dollars. Like I just don't know who's at what point. I mean, if you're doing the McDonald's, you're getting serious money. Have they, I assume they haven't released the financials of what a deal like this is worth to like a a J Balvin or BTS. But it's definitely a lot. It's definitely a lot. You're thinking like over 10 million? You know, I think they actually said what it was with Travis Scott. And I think it was around 10 million. Because I just remember this from Time Crisis. Because Time Crisis was really Mm -hmm. fixated on this for a while. (laughs) Right. Yeah, I mean that is that's a nice chunk of change again for not having to necessarily innovate or create or put your name on like a a, pro- a new product because I feel like that's the risk is being like we're doing Travis Scott uh Mc McBurger O's and it's like a weird like donut shaped burger <laughs> and it's and then it flops and then you you get embarrassed but he's just like no it's a it's a burger with a uh, with you know bacon on it. Who doesn't? Yeah, I mean, I mean that's actually that's actually one of the things that the in that time crisis episode that really got fixated on the Travis Scott thing, where um, like Ezra and uh, and Jake were talking about, uh, you know, like like the, the McDonald's has had like really high profile flops in the past, like the Arch Deluxe, which cost them like m- like incredible like millions upon millions of dollars that they lost developing that and having it flop, but you know, like paying Travis Scott even a lot of money is chump change to them compared mm-hmm. to like the money they've lost in the past on developing new products. Right. Right. This is a safe bet in a way for both sides, which always makes McDonald's feel so boring to me. Cause I would so rather, um, that they like do the taco bell thing of constantly introducing new crazy shit. And some of it, uh, you know, fails and some of it's like a beautiful, like, like ridiculous thing. Like I had Jack in the box for the first time the other week when I was in California and like the big takeout, like Chinese food box full of tiny tacos smothered in a cheese sauce. Like that's innovation. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) How was it? It, it, Terrible, but it was, (laughs) it was, it was so exciting to like, just try something new. Did you have to eat it with a fork? Oh yeah. It came with a fork. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, it's so- it sounds like a hand food, but then covered in sauce. Right. And that's like, complicated. I feel that in other countries and in other markets, McDonald's is willing to get more inventive. Uh, and, and I'm annoyed that the menu is so pared down and professional uh, and streamlined here. Yeah. I, wish I mean, that is part of the food. point of McDonald's, though, is that you know what it is. Everyone is, I mean, people who have any familiar with McDonald's have a pretty good idea of what's on the menu. 
It's true. I have no idea it. what what's on the menu at a Burger King or a Wendy's. I'm usually surprised and feel a little uncomfortable versus the standard like quarter pounder with cheese, Big Mac, McDouble. Like that makes sense to me. Like McDonald's is always like fucking around with their chicken, but you know that they're gonna have <laughs> they're gonna have a few chicken sandwiches. They're all, they're always releasing a slightly more elite chicken. They're like this chicken is like buttermilk and it's all white meat, and you're like, what happened before? Like they're like doing little <laughs> upgrades and tweaks yeah. to the chicken, but then the it, burgers. It is well. funny because like that's where like you see the the anxiety at McDonald's <laughs> because you know they know like Wendy's has the has the chicken thing on lock. Like they right. they settled on that a long time ago. That's a big part of their thing. And then you have, I mean, there, I mean, all that stuff recently was just like clearly responding to people being excited about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Right. Mm-hmm. Which itself is very much the celebrity hype cycle vacation of fast food where it's not enough for it to be like a familiar place you take the kids after soccer practice. It has to be like that you need to like have fandoms and hype and like do drops like the the Popeyes thing really took on um the feeling of like an album drop mm. like the it was it was it's 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 a weird time it almost reminded me of the toy like the toy crazes of the 90s in that like you know like beanie, tickle babies. Me, beanie babies tickle me elmo of just these things that were so big and but the the scarcity mindset was also there of like this feeling that they were running out and you had to get in line and get yours like the the popeye's chicken felt felt very that yeah hmm. and with being with that it's like like a beanie baby and like oh if i buy it now and keep it for 20 years it'll it'll only it will only gain value <laughs> let's let's shift to an old legend share it would have to be something shareable ah. <laughs> something shareable what is the most she's like a she's cheesecake factory cheesecake factory Ooh. i was gonna say somewhere fast casual family friendly yeah. can have the grandmother the mother and the daughter share is like a sit down that's sit down is she yes. doing like an olive garden she could she could do an olive garden I'm a, I'm a huge. Is she Italian? It, it yes. really doesn't no, she's matter. Like when you're, she when has you're to there in your family. You. Oh, see, I'm thinking of I'm thinking of Moonstruck. Right? <laughs> no, that was just she can claim Italian, Italian heritage via you're right, Moonstruck. She can from that. She can yeah. steal. I, I'm actually Italian American, and she can steal that valor. It's okay but with me. I think she's a bit glitzier and gaudier than Olive Garden, which is why I think it's one of those half step up places, like a cheesecake. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's and it might be like a pre. Ornament. What about a prefix at Cheesecake Factory that is like a an app, a main, and a dessert, all approved by Share. And I it's would, got. I feel like the dessert's got to be like something molten. Okay. <laughs> I would kill for a Share themed prefix somewhere. Like, <laughs> I think the girls could really get into that. The the way I mean, Share is just. I I think I it's admirable the way that she's kind of continued to hold on as like an un basically undiminished icon uh even even using twitter which is not easy for for people to do uh, after a certain age uh but she's she's kind of elevated it to an art form so yeah i i could see people really getting behind this getting getting the girls together going out for the share yeah there would also be like a fun drink on the menu that you mm-hmm. could add on yep yep 
like a wine spritzer or something. I will say I went with my mom to the Cher show when it was on Broadway and the energy in that. Oh, and I went to see Cher live with my mom in an arena and both places. It was just like the energy of the like women in the 60 year old range, like coming in from Jersey to like see the show, having the time of their lives, like having Mm -hmm. a few drinks with the gals was like my favorite type of audience. That sounds like a slightly more upbeat version of a Billy Joel audience. I took my mom (laughs) to see Billy Joel a few years ago. Yeah, this is like really (laughs) the two genders. (laughs) There are only two genders and it's Billy Joel audiences and share audiences because for years, I think my dad has been pushing to, or maybe my mom does. I think they both, I think they've done the Billy Joel New Year's Eve concert before, which maybe happens in Florida. Yeah, it does. (laughs) Um, Good vibes. I love, I love that, that crowd. (laughs) How much do you think... Billy Joel has been completely pleased about the whole COVID situation. So he doesn't have to do that monthly show at Bark. <laughs> at, at, I'm sorry, at Madison Garden. Yeah, like, you know, he hates free. doing that. And he's so glad to not have to do that. Yeah. Gee, and of course, free. although speaking about who would do a good um, Olive Garden collab. <gasps> that's, oh, that's uh, uh, Italian restaurant. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally. Totally. Even even with a like, you know, maybe he would like take over the soundtrack like on certain nights or like every night at Olive Garden, like they would like play all Billy Joel. It's an Olive Garden DJ set. I mean, I'm sure they already do play mostly <laughs> Billy Joel. <laughs> I might steal Olive Garden DJ set as my Twitter display name for a little bit. <laughs> and that really works because both are like fake Italian. Like neither is really Italian. Right. True. True. Wait, oh, so how about Fallout Boy? Fallout Boy is one of. Are, am I nuts that one of them is a uh, sort of militant vegan? I think I maybe I'm making that up. I have um, no idea. Damn, because I was gonna say like a Wetzel's pretzels, like something mall rat. <laughs> like, <laughs> wow. I mean, there's we have the sugar. Sugar, we're going down. Obviously, you y- y'all know the Sugar Factory. Are you familiar yep. with the Sugar Factory? I don't think that's quite right for them because Sugar Factory seems to basically exclusively cater to like weird 19-year-old female influencers. Um, but that that's a connection. <sighs> Fallout boy. Could they could they also be a Dunkin'? Could they be like a uh like a breakfast sandwich at Dunkin', just something hearty? Oh, and, well, and yeah, because Dunkin' has like the vegan uh breakfast yeah, sandwich. They, they could partner the with Beyond. Daddy. Oh yeah, the, yeah, impossible. They could they could get into that. Yeah, and sugar, we're going down. You got yourself a donut. Yes, sugar. Oh sugar, wow! Going donut. Wait, yeah. So they could go with like Dunkin' Donuts, or they could do um, oh, what do you call it? Like what's Krispy Kreme? Maybe they could do Krispy Kreme. Yes, they would. It would just be like some like very convoluted name for the donut because that's like their whole deal. Yeah, yeah. It'd have to be a whole punctuation. <laughs> a full sentence name for the donut. <laughs> How about Blink One Eighty Two? Well, I in my lore of knowing Blink One Eighty Two, Travis Barker has invested in a fish taco, a, a, so, a local so, SoCal fish taco chain, uh, and so that's definitely like his vibe. So I wonder if it is like a like a sort of Southern California seafood moment. Totally, I was gonna say like a Baja Fresh or a Del Taco. Del Taco. Oh, Del Taco feels so right Done. for them. 
a Del Taco feast. What? Yeah. What's my? Let's <laughs> try to do that. What's my age again? Pun. I can't think of anything. <laughs> how, how about the weekend? The weekend. I mean, we. I mean, it's not like any fast food place serves cocaine. But let's just move beyond. <laughs> what's the closest? Yeah. What's the closest fast food thing to cocaine? Uh, I mean, I guess McDonald's just in its. I guess French uh, fries, right? Yeah. yeah, I think like most fast food. This might be. This might be. I'm. I. I. This is where I want to get into the world of Canadian chains, which is Please. It's a whole. Is he, he's doing a world. Swiss chalet. I don't think he's quite a Swiss chalet. I think a Swiss chalet is like a like a Jan Arden. Um, <laughs> uh, but there is a chain that has a couple locations now in LA called Joey's, and that is extremely the weekend vibe. If you look up joey's it's a it's a it's a casual um oh no it's just joey sorry it's capital j-o-e-y okay it is like extremely like it is a restaurant that's trying to look like a club um yeah they have they have a couple in they have a couple in (laughs) l.a now and that is so it is like trying to be sceny oh this is is wonderful I'm on the yeah. website what, right now, and it's what do they so serve? Sh- like chic and like slick, yeah. In this like very specific like kind of millennial way, it's really funny. It's all very like, and the waitresses are all wearing like short black dresses and heels. Um, okay, it's so wow. funny to me that it's spread to California <laughs> now because it is so peak Canada to me. Of like, this is like a Canadian chain's idea of what's cool. Um, so it's hilarious that it's that it's spread. <laughs> Wait, I'm I'm a little stressed out because I just opened the Joey uh, Joey menu of uh, one of the Toronto locations, and it's saying it looks like the pricing is like seventeen and three fourths. Is that is that uh, or eighteen and one fourth? Is that wait, something? Wait, Canadian? I'm clicking on a menu to see what you're talking about, and also bear in mind the conversion rate. Right? It's uh, yep. Yep, that looks to me like it's seventeen and three fourths. What the hell? Does that mean seventeen seventy five? I guess is is that like a like stylized way of doing? I've been sense? to Canada and I don't remember this. No, this is not a normal thing in Canadian restaurants. I was just saying in case the pricing seems off, but no, they are stylizing this. Where they're doing of something things, kind of funky. I love which it, which is so weird because I feel like restaurants things don't cost like point. 50 maybe they do uh, no this is like making me break with reality but this is the perfect <laughs> restaurant for the weekend it's all what stuff a- like szechuan <laughs> tofu lettuce wraps sliders royale uh, like it's just it's just truffle fries of course a sushi cones yeah it's sort a of like a pan, of garlic toast pan international like vibes where it's like a little asian a little like new you know new american or whatever they have a whole sushi section i mean you, you can order steak and sushi together you really can the, i'm turf. gonna be honest this is really making me miss the mall i used to go to and like go to joey because joey at the mall i used to go to had a rooftop and like that's kind of just elite mall dining. So, oh, so yeah. is it basically just like an elite version of Applebee's? Yeah, there's this weird thing in Canadian ca- fat, like casual sit-down chains where they all have this branding where it's all black and sleek and clubby. There's like seven different chain restaurants that all have this branding. There's Joey, Cactus Club, 
Earl's, Milestones, Moxies, and The Keg, just off the top of my head. There's one called Bat- Baton Rouge as well. These are all owned by different people, all Canadian chain restaurants in a similar price range to what you're looking at now that all have an extremely similar vibe and menu. And I have no idea why this is the case and why this isn't a thing here. This is such a amazing learning for me. Like I'm so happy right now because like, it's so funny <laughs> that America, like we don't even let our ourselves be this great of just like having like the, the this is like an elevated, like, dining situation that I feel like we're really just not capable of grasping and might be one of the essential differences between America and Canada. But it's it's also seen in Canada, at least in Toronto, as kind of like you would never like actually go here if you were actually like cool. Like, I don't know. I really liked it as a teen and they're very popular popular in like the financial district like downtown like it's very much like is it like a flex but like only for a certain type of person like is it like a treat occasionally or like are there people who are like regulars at joey's for or joey weird thing is like we don't have really like tgi friday or applebee's or any of that so aside outside of what you mentioned like a like a swiss chalet like this is really like what the sit-down chains are like that's Which is so, so bizarre. Yeah, we well, don't I'm, have... just, I'm looking through the menu right now, and it strikes me as basically an approximation of what, like, in New York City would just be, like, some random restaurant. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, it wouldn't be, like, a corporate thing. It would just be, like, some random restaurant that would be in, like, you know, the financial district or something. And right. we have restaurants, normal restaurants, too, but there's all of these, like, weird flexi chains, and I think nothing sums up the weekend's vibe better. Uh, than that and it's also very like clubby music like in the bathroom it's it's honestly like now I'm getting a little homesick and nostalgic oh what I would give to go to one of these restaurants in a mall right now I feel like the weekend just look again not having gone and looking at the menu I feel like the weekend part of the experience would be like that VIP club thing where like girls bring like a bottle of champagne that has sparklers in it but like with just like kind of a a regular like slightly elevated burger so it's like a little luxury but then like a little regular like you feel special maybe it's for the girls like when it's for your birthday you know right or like the balling out like there's probably like a wagyu burger it's probably a wagyu burger (gasps) yes yes rebecca when you say it's a mall it's a fancy mall right it's the kind of mall that would have an apple store yeah 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 like these are nicer (laughs) malls but then like the like one of the ones i mentioned moxie's you could find at the not as nice malls but it's still nicer than your average applebee's Hmm. it's it's very like i i guess they are kind of like cheesecake factory but instead of like crazy postmodern design it's just very (laughs) like plain black like uh, this is i guess how i picture like Scandinavian chain restaurants would be from an outsider perspective. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Kanye, I'm sorry. Keep going. Don't oh, no, please, the- please get us off this. <laughs> How about Kanye West? Oh, boy. Because this has to be real chaotic. No, I know what it would be. It would be Howard Johnson's. It would be the last <laughs> remaining, like, five Howard Johnson's, and he'd revive it and try to make it, like, cool and have a whole thing about, like, crazy theory about how Howard Johnson's used to be everywhere and then it went under and what it represented and where the world's at now and what it's going to mean that he's bringing back Hojo's. Wow. This is so good. 
like he would almost he would hire someone to like turn like it into like an avant-garde like gallery plus like uh right it would be the way that they like redid that like twa hotel at jfk it would be taking all that because he would really insist on bringing back the hotel aspect of it Mm -hmm. totally it would just be like a weird multi-use um situation and there's like pools at them the ones that are motels like there still are a few that exist <laughs> he, he will just have seen that one episode of mad men where yeah. john draper and megan draper go to the hotel and, he would and they have totally the orange the sherbet yeah they have an orange sherbet and they have a bad time <laughs> so like, bad yeah and he and would like, watch i relate to like, john draper yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes i think that's a i think that's a great pick if Kanye West is not related to Don Draper, then who can? Sure. Yeah, I know. Like, he's the sort of person who watches and he's like, yeah, that's an aspirational cool guy. <laughs> he's just misunderstood. But not even like that. Like, that is me. That is the, those are experiences yeah. I have personally had. <laughs> <laughs> I have also argued Whoa. with my wife and ab- abandoned her or had her abandon me in a parking lot in, a, in the middle of nowhere on a, on a trip. Man, divorce guy Kanye is going to be a whole fun thing for us for the next few years. It's going to be wild. I'm ready. I'm divorce scared. Divorce guy energy is real 2020s energy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we know Post Malone has already done Doritos, but what 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 could what could, I mean? I feel like he could just be a McDonald's guy. He's so big. Totally, he, he could He's be McDonald's. McDonald's level. Um, I could I, see him like having a section at Seven Eleven. <laughs> That's good. Oh my god! So he he has a Slurpee. He has like a snack. Yeah, he's got some beer. Like he's got the Bud Light on lock as well. Like he's bringing his partnerships together. It's just very like middle of the night at a Seven Eleven, like grabbing stuff for. He is the most Seven Eleven pop star we've ever had. He's snap big snack energy, big convenience store energy. The, the other thing I was thinking, I more wanted to retrofit it because I, it hasn't been mentioned yet, is like, I could also see him being someone who's like, Rainforest Cafe is my favorite restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> and like, wanting to kind of take it over and, no, and give it a No, he's not allowed to experience. steal my beat. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been I, saying I like, that I like anyone who will listen that I just need someone this summer to drive me to the Rainforest Cafe in New Jersey. We got to make it happen. Just like a, a like po- post pandemic rainforest cafe experience on the ground. I'm really dying for it. I could. Where I could in see New Jersey is it? Um, I have a vague memory of one of those being at the Nanuet Mall, which is kind of like the border of New Jersey and New York. Uh, yeah. There's. It's in Edison. Okay. Yeah. 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 Menlo Park Mall. There are very few. I've I've said this once. I'll say it again. Everyone's always worried about how the rainforests are dying out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you need to worry about how the rainforest cafes are dying out. It's a far faster rate. We have barely any left. Yeah, there's still plenty of uh, of uh, rainforest, but the cafes, it's not looking good. <laughs> Save the rainforest how about- cafe. <laughs> how about Phoebe Bridgers? <laughs> one of those uh, Burger King sad meals <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and like she actually like picks it and embraces it because those got so uh, so un- unbelievably uh, wrecked in the social discourse when those launched it was like the sad meal 
the the mad right. meal. Well, well, just, just to explain, like they yeah. had this whole thing where they were branding their like their food in terms of like emotions. So you'd have like an angry meal, mm-hmm. a sad meal. This didn't last very long. It was just kind of like a weird experiment they were doing. Yeah, but I mean, I feel like any any given Burger King meal is a sad meal. Right. It's in, it's inherent. But I can see her like be kind of ironically, but sincerely being like, actually, the sad meal is is me. <laughs> oh my god! So like, yeah. So she would have like, you know, just just for larfs, it would be <laughs> like the weird oblong chicken sandwich they serve at, at Burger King. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> oblong chicken sandwich. <laughs> Oh, that's good. I can also see her having like some kind of uh, like Baroque energy drink or something like a kind of like tour toward uh, energy juice uh, in like a weird, uh, awful flavor like bubblegum. I could see that for her. I would love that with. Yeah, like like skeleton branding on the can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little goth, a little a little trashy. Yeah. Let's let's actually go the opposite way here, and like, what would be the right thing for Domino's? Oh, okay, <sighs> Domino's like Pizza. Backwards, because pizza is a really good because you can really personalize a pizza. This right. is true. You could do these personalized celebrity specials like once a month. Who would be good for Domino's? Maroon Five. <laughs> <laughs> Like yeah. I'm kind of like regular Too style. Well. Uh but they're but here's the thing. Maroon 5 is not going to get they're 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 too washed for McDonald's. Like they don't have that that swag. Yeah. Uh so they kind of have to look maybe a, a second tier option which I feel like Domino's would be happy to have Adam Levine and whoever the fuck else is in that band. Adam Levine who has not had a carb in like 15 years. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> protein style pizza it's just the just stuff toppings. on top with nothing underneath <laughs> it's a bag of pepperoni <laughs> a bag of pepperoni and like cooked peppers and onions like a kind of like <laughs> topping salad i mean honestly i would eat that <laughs> at least i would order one just to like see what was up because i love i love a bowl so <laughs> the do- the domino's crustless pizza bowl <laughs> Who's who's the right music artist for Arby's? Art like that has to be someone with a good sense of humor. They have the meats. I literally think that's like Lil Nas X would do it in a heartbeat if they yeah. touched him. <laughs> totally. Lil Nas X times Arby's <laughs> with a total like someone face. who knows how to really troll. Yeah, right. Because Arby's used to be pretty funny online, right? Yeah, and like Arby, well, Denny's was the one that was really like, we're making like, uh, we're hip with the Tumblr kids, but Arby's as well. M- Molly and, and I are, are, are Molly and I have a mutual friend, uh, Alan Hansen, who is like uh, instrumental to the voice of Arby's. That's huge. I'm sorry, I'm talking to the Denny's. Sorry, the Denny's. Yeah, no, Denny's was like the that was really the precursor to all of this brands on Twitter stuff, but they actually did it well. So that's that's a pretty cool connection. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think like, cause Arby's is like really a punching bag, but actually delicious. So like, fuck you to everyone who's mean to Arby's. Well, it would have to be I've someone who's like, you know, it, it, it's definitely a snarky joke mm-hmm. that they're doing. They're teaming yeah, with Arby's. Yeah, like a bit of a jokester. 
Yeah, hmm. I think I think in my head good. I'm like, oh, Mac DeMarco would do an Arby's meal, but they wouldn't <laughs> even have him. They like, wouldn't. He's not even he good is. enough for Arby's. Twenty well, twenty one pilots already did. Uh, they already did. Their, they already had their Chipotle moment, like the nineteen seventy five for Arby's. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. And the lead singer is like, I, I, lo- like, I love those mates. I think the nineteen seventy five are absolutely guys who fancied themselves as being too fancy. You know, like yeah. they, they. I feel like if 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 anyone's gonna go for like a British thing, it's probably them. Like they, the nineteen seventy five is a pret a manger makes a lot of sense. Or like a, a Nando's. Nando's. Yeah. The nineteen seventy five having a cheeky Nando's. Having a cheeky Nando's. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Arby's is I do think Lil Nas X is a great is a great choice for that of like kind of doing it with a, a wink. Right. He would just be like making fun basically of like the Travis Scott McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Arby's is camp. It really it's is. camp. It's dare I say it might it might even be Chuggy. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's no, way Chugi's too cool. Chuggy's too fancy. Chuggy's too fancy for basic. Arby's? Chuggy's way too basic. I think Chuggy girls are Chipotle. Chipotle is so Chuggy. Is Chipotle the most Chuggy of all of the current, like, fast Yeah, because it's very, like, things? being like, mmm, guacamole is extra. Like, haha, lol, I love an avocado. <laughs> yeah, like, girls who have in their uh, dating bios, like, I love tacos. <laughs> Um, yeah, very Arby's common. Is- I don't know if either of you see a lot of like women's Arby's dating profiles. Arby's is like really elite, I think, because <laughs> you need to like understand so many layers of like aesthetic irony. Mm-hmm. Let's let's shift to some, I think, rather shoogy artists. Uh, <laughs> how about Father John Misty? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he would angle for like a Ben and Jerry's flavor because I do feel like Ben and Jerry's flavors connote like an importance on the artist. And like he maybe would want that like level of, you know, like a uh, God, what, what's the pun for Father John Misty? I'm really we- I'm weak. Oh, on my God, ben there's got to be a lot of them, right? I'm weak on my Ben and Jerry's titling at the moment. Um, Total entertainment forever. <laughs> Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm not gonna... super familiar with also the. the well, I think you just want to play with Misty, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Minty. Father John Minty. Father John Minty. Minty. Chocolate chip. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right because I mean, I, mean, I know even just from listening to Time Crisis, like I, I didn't even bother to ask about Vampire Weekend because they've already, like, they want Ben and Jerry's. They want Ben and Jerry's. And I feel like it's attainable for them. No, I think. Vampire Weekend, which they've like demonstrated they've literally done shit like this. It would be like the Jake Gyllenhaal, Russ and Daughters. It would be local New York and it would be like an instant. It would be like a Zabars or a Russ and Daughters. I've literally listened to like at least three cumulative hours of him talking about wanting Ben and Jerry. Three hours? <laughs> That's true. I guess I have to actually listen to Time Crisis. Also, yeah. Okay. To backtrack. I love you, honey bear. It's like honeycomb. Oh, yeah, perfect. Ooh. Oh, honey bear, honey bear, honey bear. Ooh, scarecrow, ash, and all of the Rochelle streets where we make. 
Um, oh, what that's is a good uh, one. What does Vampire Weekend want? Did, have they talked about flavors, pre- flavor preferences? They have, but like I think like they default to like a very deep cut time crisis joke of it being grape flavored. Okay, <laughs> wait, that's <laughs> actually good. Yeah, this is a grape flavored ice cream. Just being a, 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 a very funny idea to them. You know what? Father of the year with like the globes and swirls and cocoa pellies. Father of like, the bride. Frogs. Yeah, yeah that, or fa- <laughs> father of the bride. Um, I'm looking at something that says album of the year. Um, is extremely Ben and Jerry's core. Totally. Um, yeah, they're just really angling for it, you know. I can't believe that hasn't happened. Like, that's the part that shocks me. That it's only a matter of time, that. probably. You know, there's only four Vampire Weekend records. And how could <laughs> they not get, like, a Neo-Yokio flavor? Like, like, a, some, like there, there's already been Netflix collabs with Ben & Jerry's before. How about Beach House? Hmm. hmm. Kind of a curveball. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to think of what It has sounds- to be kind of small. Yeah, yeah. I don't picture either of them like eating food. Like, <laughs> yeah, they use like photosynthesis. Maybe it's maybe it's a vape brand. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. We haven't really thought about that, or we haven't really thought about like weed strains. <laughs> yeah, True. they could they could definitely do that. Cheech House. It's a lemon glow. <laughs> definitely sounds like a weed strain. That does sound like a weed strain. And actually, honestly, Beach House also just sounds like a, a weed strain in and of itself. A chill indica with a, yeah, a salty air. Yeah, and they could collab air. with Seth Rogen's like, paraphernalia ceramic company. I, I'm like, did, could Beach House, in, I don't know why this is like the association I have is like almost a kind of like fancy cookie of like, could they do like a like a low-key cookie uh, collaboration with like a, a, a fancy cookie brand in New York, like a Levain bakery or something? Oh, where, yeah. Levain seems good. Where are they from? They're from Maryland. They're from Maryland. Do they do Crabs. a crab moment? <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of a sexy little An old bay <laughs> beach, old bay beach house edition. I don't, mm. you can't really change the flavor, but they could. I love the idea of having like your own special Old Bay brand, a uh, blend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like slightly like different. Old Bay base notes. And then you could <laughs> add like, yeah, like a lemon, a lemon pepper. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds good. I would, or I would cherry. My food that's another that. one they have depression cherry. Mm-hmm. Wow. There's really a lot to work with. Depression but. cherry also sounds like a weed. <laughs> a it weed really strain. does. <laughs> I think this beach house would just pivot into this weed branding. <laughs> That'd be like a super heavy, like get can't can't get, uh, you know, stand upright blend. Yeah, depression cherry is the world's worst indica. <laughs> <laughs> I would like it if they advertise it that way too. Of like this weed sucks. It's gonna make it you feel kind of weird and bad, but like get into bad. it. But it perfectly suits our music. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like then you just pop on an album and it's beautiful. How about St. Vincent? Oh boy. Oh boy. Would you I mean, here's the thing. Old 70s, like invoking like the heroes of that era in New York. Is she like a chock full of nuts, bitch? <laughs> oh my god, I think you're right. I think yeah. she's a chock full of nuts girl. She would have merch in like the chock full of nuts font. Like that would be mm-hmm. Wonderful. Harkening she back to New York City without rules or or dicta, 
just uh, parties and and uh, you know appetite suppression through constant drinking of coffee. Oh yeah, it's absolutely a Saint Vincent branded chock full of nuts can. Yes, yeah. Daddy's home. Daddy's <laughs> Daddy's yeah. home coffee. Daddy's home is a great coffee name. <laughs> yeah, the can comes empty and it's meant to just flick your cigarette into. <laughs> it's just an <laughs> ashtray. I love that. I love that. Perfect. <laughs> about my chemical romance <sighs> hmm. Hmm. I'm not sure what their vibe is like recently I feel like I'm I'm much more familiar with them I mean, they're, they're, they're in a full reunion they're tour in reunion mode. tour mode but they're perhaps hearkening back to like black parade times what about a candy what about like a sour warhead that's like a black licorice, like a black. Yeah. Like some kind of extreme candy that, yeah. you know, Twizzler, are they Twizzlers? They could be Twizzlers. They could be Twizzlers. I think candy and like that 2000s nostalgia is really spot on. A got like a sort of goth, a goth candy. Oh, wait, I, I have it. I think I have an idea for this. It would be like, you know, um, those atomic. What's the taffy that's, what that's you kind s- of sour? Like, oh, Sour taffy. Le- no, not laffy taffy. But it'd be black. The point is it's black. Airheads? It's a black airhead. Yeah, it's a black airhead. A black mm. airhead. Yeah, and it turns your tongue black. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because I feel like can- candy, specifically, I-, I remember Spice Girls lollipops back in the day. Like, I do feel like candy was uh, also a, maybe a more familiar partnership for artists uh, in-, in the olden times. Hmm. Yeah, and that was much more like I guess when like they really thought, wow, this is all the realm of like teens and only teens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Let's do just a couple more um, about Lord. She's coming back soon. What should mm-hmm. she team up with? Ooh, <sighs> what is her vibe? Is there something to be done with green light <laughs> or ribs? Ribs, <laughs> ribs, chilies. Oh my god, Lord, Lord with chilies, dude. That's really good. That's incredible. Ch- chilies. I've yeah, I've got my my uh partnership with chilies. Yeah, it would be offensive to say outback because she's not Australian. Yeah, but I can't think of a New Zealand. Is there any other Insane. brand that serves ribs? Wait, would she just do like McRib for her McDonald's meal? Oh, oh, that would be amazing. Mi- yeah, McRib. And then like if there's something, you know, green light. I don't know what if there's like a green drink or something on the menu. What a green sauce for the fries. Green sauce. For, like, a, like a chili verde or something. Chili verde yeah, or pesto. Chimichurri. Can you imagine McDonald's whipping McDonald's out a chimichurri? chimichurri. Well, you know what? Tasting <laughs> the sweet chili sauce today, now I think anything's possible from them. But I do think Lord is as weird and esoteric as a McRib. So yeah. it just works in a lot of oh, ways. And she only comes out infrequently. So she's kind of like, yes. she is kind of on a McRib schedule. The, the other thing to note with Lord is that she does have a Finsta that is only devoted to onion rings. Onion reviews. rings. Of oh. course, her onion ring review. So she might have to have a special <sighs> onion ring concept. This changes everything. She has to be somewhere. Like, okay, who has onion? Well, Burger King has onion rings. Burger King oh, has no. onion rings. She's, she's so above that. Well, that's why I'm maybe even going back to a sit down like a like a Chili's where you have ribs, <coughs> you have onion mm-hmm. rings. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, ribs and onion rings. There you go. <laughs> At Chili's. Wait, that really makes me think she'd be open to any of this, yeah. knowing that she's such an onion ring enthusiast. For sure. Man, I, I, I did not know that part about Lord. That's fantastic. Well, oh, that's it's hilarious. Because her stands also- track like her social media use because I think she was offline for literally a year. And then she put up a new onion ring review like a month ago and everyone lost their minds like, oh, my God, Lord, when's the album coming? Is this a sign? <laughs> Too busy with the onion rings. Yeah. Okay, let's wrap this with a few this real big guns, like true icons who are really above all this, but let's just drag them into the muck. Okay. Okay. Taylor Swift. Oh, wow. This is where we differ. I don't think she's above this. Ooh. She seems very Starbucks to me. Yeah. She's a Starbucks lover. She's a Starbucks lover, but she's she's also a Diet Coke she was a Diet Coke person, which puts her in league of a McDonald's. And also Donald Trump. <laughs> right. Loving, now she that, has to loving that garbage. That garbage. Keep, she's going to keep drinking that garbage. She would have a really good Starbucks drink. It w- Yeah. Well, I'm trying to think of like, would she go like the fruit route, like the pink drink, or would she have like a, a totally unique color never before seen in Starbucks history? I think or would she have tea. a red is it okay? What about a red um, tea to harken back to kind of the album? Girl. And she was always drinking tea with Jake Gyllenhaal. Red, and stuff. red is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I assume. I, and she's kind of right. like she's Wait. very Christmassy. She's, I mean, she's going to be re-releasing red soon too. Guys, so it's perfect. Maple lattes. Remember, she was uh, in the paparazzi photos with Jake Gyllenhaal. She was photographed with maple lattes, which she then used as like a code in her lyric sheet or whatever for red to oh try to God. tip people yeah. off okay that's it this is about <laughs> done starbucks maple lattes for taylor swift settled i'd buy it i'd buy it they would do like a good cup for her a really too. good cup mm-hmm. beyonce what is beyonce's like kind of cheat meal after she's had like a couple of douce cognac i know she loves pizza okay mm. So what's like a beyond like a, a a pizza chain that's worthy of a Beyonce? I guess something she'd be okay with. California Pizza with. Kitchen, <laughs> CPK. It is true that if she came out as being like I'm a huge fan of CPK, suddenly people would like make that a thing again and be mm-hmm. going again. Mm-hmm. Yep. So wait, she she is she likes pizza. I mean, do, do, is Domino's like the it, it, which is bigger as a as a pizza brand, Domino's or Pizza Hut? I think Domino's, Domino's is. is no. Domino's. But I think it would be like a like a Blaze, but better than Blaze, but something that's a bit like a nicer a nicer slice. Would she get <laughs> McDonald's to make pizza for the first time? Beyonce's McPizza. Does Beyonce have that kind of power to make like to just put McDonald's under that level of expense? She's very Here's bespoke at this point. McDonald's used to have pizza. This would just be bringing back an item from like thirty years ago. I don't think I realize this. Oh yeah, personal pizza. Was it called? Yeah, like you tried it, but like you're talking about like every McDonald's in America. Yeah, make them all install special little pizza ovens. For oh, her. Wow. For yeah, her. Just in the event that she shows up. I mean, she's a deity. Yeah. 
Or would she just have kind of like a regular meal, but like maybe a special toy or something that's like an empowering figure for like Blue and the twins? Like something a little more educational and inspiring? Because that that does seem to be like kind of the road that she's going down at this point. Well, she also has like the hot sauce in the purse and she also has lemonade. So those are both doable things. She does have, a yeah, she's got the food on uh, an Auntie Anne's frozen lemonade. (laughs) <laughs> I bet she likes Auntie Anne's. I mean, who doesn't? An Auntie Anne's hmm. pretzel dog with a frozen Beyonce lemonade. <laughs> Yum. Guys, this is like almost impossible, but how about Radiohead? <laughs> <laughs> talk, talk about people who I assume don't don't eat don't food. Don't eat food. <laughs> oh, boy. They only eat the most ethical foods. Right. They're very, um, you know, I I think of the like fitter, happier thing of just like. They're very rich and ethical men. They don't want a pig in a cage on antibiotics. Yeah. So that's out. So so that's out. (laughs) Would they have some kind of like hummus moment, like a like a fresh charcuterie board someplace? (laughs) Radiohead X Sabra. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that makes sense with the. uh, with uh, uh, Tom's political with Tom opinions, York. yeah, That's, that might be the one. <laughs> it, it's, it will get the. It's a partnership that will get them further, further canceled in a way, of a uh, of a hummus partnership. Hmm. Yeah, what's like a maybe some sort of like maybe a beverage, beverage chips like some kind of like potato chip, something s- simple and easy. I mean, what are they? What about water? What about just a water? <laughs> really well, would they support water. a bottled water? Bottled water. It would have to be like a water in a. Oh, you know what? They would do boxed water. It would be boxed. Mm. Yeah, it would have like the Stanley Donwood art on it. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see that, and just be and then being like, yeah, this is like the best. It's just like the most ethical water we've ever found. Yeah, just, I like it being water. There will be like stickers on your bananas that have like Garfield or Snoopy on it. Like sometimes, like a local grower or Chiquita banana or whatever will just like mm-hmm. slap. It's like a Radiohead, like like a, like a bear sticker on it. Yeah, just like on your oranges. <laughs> a fruit partnership really would be kind of next level. Yeah, that's the biggest partnership of all. Is like Earth. Yeah. <laughs> Like apples, like having, ooh, how about this? I To take it back to Beyonce, could she have her own like hybrid GMO strain of apples similar to the uh, uh, Honeycrisp, like the Beyonce, just that's Beyonce the apple. That's oh we need to be thinking. Yeah. Like yes, fully inventing that, yeah, that's a new how, game yeah. apple. And it's like the best apple, like the most crisp uh, you've ever had. Yeah, perfectly sweet, but not too sweet. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a $4 apple that they sell at Erewhon. <laughs> it would be perfect. <laughs> The Beyonce apple. Yes. <laughs> <sighs> okay, one more. One more. Let's wrap on Mariah Carey. Oh, I have an answer. She's already doing one. She has a ghost kitchen brand of cookies. Okay. It's Go right. on. Mariah Carey's cookies. You could order them for delivery right this second. If you go to Mariah Carey, I promise this isn't Spawn, but she (laughs) 
Legitimately. I'm going to be pretty upset if you were doing Spawn on this and I didn't get money. <laughs> <laughs> it is owned by Virtual Dining or a partnership with the same place that did like the Taiga Bites and the Wiz Khalifa uh, munchies. Mariah I, say, I, I forgot to ask you about the Wiz Khalifa uh, ghost catching because you, you wrote about that. Yeah, that was trash that was truly and the problem with these ghost kitchens is i do think there's a consistency issue because they're operating out of like different like local kind of like closed down restaurant facility kitchens so the quality varies like state to state and town to town uh but it was fucking terrible sorry this isn't an f-word podcast (laughs) no you you can swear all you like Good, because it was. Yeah, if it was you just want to like swear for a solid minute right now, that'd be okay. I could about me. this because it was all the theme, which was smart. Is it's like Wiz Khalifa's hot box munchies, and everything comes. And this is what these virtual dining concepts do. Same with the Guy Fieri stuff. Same with the Mariah Carey. They all have fun packaging, unlike McDonald's or whatever, because it's like devoted just to this one celebrity. Uh, and it was munchies concept, so it was like wacky, like Cheetos fried mac and cheese bites and shit like that but it came out so nasty like really (laughs) just like everything tasted just not good burnt made in like bad oil like there was not one good thing about it wow that sounds like they just they they the the vision was there but like the execution could use some work but Mariah Carey's cookies, the website is hilarious. It almost looks like kind of like a parody, but it is real. She released them, I think, around Christmas time last year. And it's like, I guess, like an insomnia concept where it's like cookie delivery. And there's like 10 types or something. Here's my question. Is it just like white label insomnia? Like, is she basically just taking the same exact cookies as insomnia, just slapping her name on them? Um. No, it's 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 her own. Like there's one called the um Mimi's mix. Oh, but then it's just normal. Yeah, they're mostly there's one called there's a lemon cooler cookie, a Heath bar cookie, Ooh, a pumpkin. Good. So there's a couple of kind of like fun ones. Um and this is really funny. The website has three things. There's about Mariah's cookies, view the full menu, and become a market partner. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Are you considering like a it? Opportunity. Start selling Mariah Carey's cookies from your restaurant's existing kitchen. It's <laughs> a very weird. This is the next phase of these musician collabs mm. is the ghost kitchens. Mm-hmm. Man, I, I love great. that Mariah, who is this richer than God, yeah. is still on this hustle. I know. Grind and what? A ridiculous like this when you go to the website, it looks like a Real Housewives brand. Like that's the close. That's the best way I could describe this. This looks all like of these, one of the Real Housewives. All of these like, cookies are photographed on like the a background of like rumpled, gently rumpled silk. <laughs> <laughs> There's all like gauzy curtains waving in the background. Oh <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wow. I did. I did not know that. This is. I'm. I'm learning so much good stuff uh, during. I'm this so recording. happy you brought up Mariah because. how well this is doing i've never met anyone who's like had it i mean i i kind of want to order it honestly yeah. mostly because i especially if there's if it's a late night situation i could see that uh being pretty clutch yeah the right, also the that's... photo of her with these cookies is like she's kind of looking off into the middle distance and smiling at nothing and like airbrushed <laughs> like she's on like an atlantic city uh tourist t-shirt like it's amazing Rebecca, you should at least get New York Magazine to uh, expense that for you. 
the problem is when Mariah's cookies dropped, I got like an email from the press person or whatever. And I was still in Canada for the winter and they weren't, I was like, do I drive to the border? Do I go to Buffalo to order Mariah's cookies? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think uh, we have given a lot of uh, very rich people and corporations good (laughs) ideas today. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Let's uh, let's uh, move into the uh, plugs section of the show. The outro, Molly. Where where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at Miss Molly Mary, where I'm uh, tweeting daily, uh, sometimes several times a day. They can find me uh, on the And Introducing podcast, which is um, wherever fine podcasts are found, uh, but especially uh, soundcloud.com slash and dash intro dash pod. Uh, also soundcloud.com slash, uh, I believe it's infinite dash cast, but don't quote me on that. Um, that yeah, that's where I am found. Uh, please people, visit. People got to Google it sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Google is fine. Um, it's a great search engine. And Rebecca, how can people find you? Uh, I'm at Ralter, R-A-L-T-E-R, on just about everything. Um, And I very sporadically, like, I'm on a Lord slash McRib release uh, schedule with a podcast called Disney Channel Original Groupies, where we rate and review Disney Channel Original movies. What was the last one you did? This is how. Well, oh, it was mo- Motocross. <gasps> Love that movie. Yeah, yeah, that was Iconic. that was huge. Um, so that, and then uh, Vulture. I recently made a very difficult, difficult quiz about Shrek. If you want to um, <laughs> prove your skills, just search like Shrek quiz. Um, I like that you went for that instead of like you. You recently had like a big magazine feature as well, but like never mind that. No, nah, nah, well, sure, yeah, buy the magazine or <laughs> <laughs> you can't take a quiz or check out magazine. this really tough quiz I did about Shrek. I'm going to take I'm going to take this quiz. Um, I didn't even this. Uh, someone pointed out to me they were like, "This is really hard," and also you didn't include in the wrong answer results like what the right answer is. Like you you didn't write like no, actually, blah blah blah. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, it's gonna have to. You know, as a person who has done a lot of quiz stuff as a career, I think that that was the right way because he's like, fuck you, go back to Shrek school. That's basically the attitude. Um, For every wrong answer, I just copy pasted the words, no donkey. (laughs) (laughs) That's what they deserved. Yeah. Well, thank you both for coming on. Th- thank, thank you for you doing for this. Me. Thank you so much for having us on for such a ridiculous. This is so fun. <laughs> I mean, the, it had to be done. The pop fast food roundtable had to be done. I can't wait to to see what what other people launch. Uh, I eagerly await wait uh, these these future launches. Yeah, and if you, the listener, have ideas for things that could be, let me know. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even mention the world's biggest fast food restaurant, which isn't even McDonald's. It's Subway. <gasps> wait, oh, wait. As 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 we wrap this up, no, what was no, what's no. a perfect Subway artist? Oh, we already wasted Ed Sheeran five on Domino. Yes, Ed Sheeran done. Ed Sheeran. Oh, I think Ed Sheeran's a Nando's guy. Absolutely. <laughs> no, He's I think Nando's. Ed Sheeran smells like Subway bread. <laughs> <laughs> 
Ah, the scent of you. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for you both for joining in on this. The club isn't the best place to find a lover, so the bar is where I go. Mm -hmm. Me and my friends sat at the table doing shots, tripping fast, and then we talk slow. Mm 